you've done anything wrong, mm. right? So even when someone's mad at you, it doesn't mean that you're bad or wrong. So you have to actually have a relationship with yourself and kind of know your own tendency to go to war because they've gone to war. And then you have to just see if you can get into their world a little bit and understand what's going on for them. So you might say, well, what exactly is upsetting you? And actually get related because look, here's the thing. We do things unconsciously all the time that are hurtful to people. We didn't pay attention. We didn't listen. We, we did dismiss them, you know, and to not have to be right or wrong about that, but to actually validate, I really can get that that was hurtful. I'm so sorry. You know what? Next time I'll take a breath. I won't try and do two things at once. I'll actually slow down and listen. So you make an amends. That's an amends. And then afterwards, as you're processing, you say, you know, my mom used to do that to my dad all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Or you might say, you know, I'm under so much stress at work today that I really see I kind of brought it home with me. Like, then you can explain it. But first. Yeah, but first you just have to, you just really want to try and talk yourself off the ledge internally so that you can stay in your adult self and be curious about what's happening and see, is there an immense that needs to be made? And you can even say, wow, I didn't even know you needed that. You know, I, it came up kind of backwards, like a breach birth, but I'm glad to know that now. I had no idea that that's how that was for you. Wow. Okay. Got it. I'm going to really try harder next time. You know, and I think that, you know, that's the resilience in relationship. And I'll tell you, one of the things that happens when people do conscious uncoupling, we're kind of on the fence or just maybe even they're on a temporary breakup or something, uh, is they end up getting back together again. Because a lot of the process is about the what we call missing development, like what I don't know how to do. Mm-hmm. So, right, if I know how to hold my difficult feelings, I can be less reactive. If I know how to self-reflect without moving into shame. I can take responsibility for myself. If I know the lens, the filters of that old source fracture story, I can be more responsible for my projections onto someone. A lot of times people get back together because now they've learned how to do this kind of thing, how to be in relationship in a way that lowers reactivity and and elevates their ability to be present and self-responsible. Those are all important things for children to witness. And to experience. Yeah, for sure. Is there anything that you've been able to capture in terms of what language to use with kids as parents are going through this process? Yeah, you might say something like, I'm a big fan of Constant Aarons who wrote the book, The Good Divorce back in the 90s. I never read that. Oh, you know, she she was really a, uh, she was the creator of this new form because she and she called it a binuclear family. That you're, and she said, "You're still a family, uh-huh. just in a different kind of form." So she was really a forerunner of of this conversation. So I I'm a big advocate of what I call your post divorce family. You're happy even after family. Notice that the emphasis is on the word family. We're still a family. So what you would say to children is. Mommy and daddy, we're going to change some of the some of the rules of our family. We're going to change some of the arrangements of how our family is arranged, but we're still a family. We love you and we're still a family and we love each other. So you're you just want to create cohesion. This whole thing about broken families, 
Mm-hmm. You know, you can you can damage relationship where things are broken, but when we're talking about children, if we if we let ourselves do that, we kind of indulge in our own overwhelming big emotions or our desire to be right at any cost. What we'll pay for is the currency of our children's well-being, because we all need a container, a safe container to belong to. And a break in belonging is, is one of the worst things that we can give to them. If their father or their mother is a little bit of a narcissist, then just, you know, model for kids how to deal with difficult people and still love them anyway, but have good boundaries with them. <laughs>